and welcome to The Top, the podcast that provides you with what you need to succeed in the real estate world. Brought to you by the Collin County Association of Realtors. Get ready to tackle top real estate topics in bite-sized amounts with CCAR President Shauna Quisto and Jonna Fernandez, CCAR's Chief Operating Officer. Hey, Shauna. Hi, Jonna. Welcome to The Top. I'm happy to be here. And are you happy to be on social media? I have mixed feelings. <laughs> well, <about> I, <laughs> I'll ask you again after we finish up with today's conversation. We are talking with social media coach Kyle Draper. Hello, Kyle. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi, Kyle. All right, Kyle, give it to me straight. Do I need to have social media presence? Yes. No, say no. <laughs> I can say no. If it's, this is Josh's podcast, I'll say whatever you guys want me to. But yeah, we, we have to. Right. And, and to, in the world we live in today, data is just too readily available. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, 20 years ago for, for a, a realtor, if somebody said, dude, do you know Kyle? He's incredible. They go, cool. What's his phone number? And then I'm getting a phone call from a referral source. Yeah. Now, it doesn't matter what we say because in the snap of my fingers, I can pull my phone out and then be on social, and if you look like you suck online, it doesn't really matter if we're awesome in real life. And so it's not fair, but it it also doesn't make it less true. Mm-hmm. And so it's so important to, to have some sort of presence there. I was afraid of that. So Kyle just <laughs> pulled that Band-Aid right off. So <laughs> tell us how you became a social media coach. Oh, not on purpose. I, I was a pastor in Plano, Texas for almost a decade and really thought I would do that my whole life, just love serving people, enriching the lives of people. And uh, long story short, because nobody cares about the whole thing, I, I just decided to leave church ministry and go find my way in the business world. And so I started a roofing company with my dad and my brother. And that's where I learned sales and marketing. And that's where I started doing social media. I was the the roofer doing Facebook Live on the rooftops of houses. <laughs> I like it. So when a realtor's <laughs> like, I'm so boring, I'm go- I go, I used to do videos on the roofs of houses. <laughs> right? There's yeah. nothing worse. You at least get to show the inside of a house. I got to show the roof of the house. But it was through that time that I met a bunch of realtors. And, and then I started a company building websites for realtors. And, and noticed, wow, they're really bad at social media. <laughs> and so because I just had the ability to speak. Were you looking at speak, mine or what? I wasn't. <laughs> I, I was not. So there's no no judgment. This is a judgment-free zone. But I, I realized that there was just such a need for social media. And, of course, this was eight years ago. And, and so I knew, well, I don't really know social media either, mm-hmm. but I'm a good communicator. And so I just started learning Facebook to reteach it to realtors and here we are five years later and I get to do it for a living so it it has been a bizarre journey that's really cool and you're so good at it though and I think this was your calling and it just goes back to show that you never know what that might be but you know for I think real estate professionals and you probably hear this all the time it's intimidating um so what are just two to three things that as a real estate professional Something super simple that we could do to help grow our business. So, whew, this is this is a loaded this is a loaded question. 
And full disclosure, I do take a class from Kyle to learn this in four <laughs> sessions. So. so I think this is so hard because what most people want is just tips. Yep. But what most people are unwilling to admit is that they're not ready for tips because they're psychologically and mentally not even in a place for that tip to matter. And so I think the first thing that anybody listening to this can really think about is like, what role does my ego play in this? Mm. Am I unwilling to show up because I'm so concerned with what people are going to think about me with looking cool, with looking the part, but I still show up in person. So obviously it's not such a big deal that I, you know, hide under my covers all day because I don't want to see anybody. And, and so we've, we've got to figure out like, is ego keeping me from showing up regularly? Mm -hmm. And if it is until that gets put in check and I care more about you guys than I care about myself, I might do it a couple times, but I'll never be consistent there. And so that truly is the first place to start. The second thing, and I think we talked about this and master your story a little bit the other day is video is the most important thing we can be doing, but it's also the most scary. So, Start simple and pick a friend and just start sending videos back and forth to each other in private. Mm -hmm. That muscle works the same whether I put it out there for the world to see or I it never leaves my phone to your phone. Mm -hmm. And that's the greatest way to really start working that muscle. And then the third thing I would say is engaging matters even more than putting out our own content. And so I use a strategy called the 10, 10, 10 principle, 10 minutes a day. During those 10 minutes, you pick your favorite platform, Facebook or Instagram, most likely. And then during those 10 minutes, comment on 10 people's posts and reply to 10 people's stories. And so if you do that daily, that gives you 10 public opportunities for other people to see you and 10 private opportunities to really nurture and build relationships with people. That's really, that's, those are great tips. So side note, one of our agents who loves you, by the way, and she's the one that says you're so funny. Um, somebody came up to her in the class and said, Oh, I follow you on social media. How are you so comfortable on video? And she goes, I'm not. But what she said is she's does Marco Polo with yeah. her friends all the time. She goes, I think that got me comfortable with, so going back to your point, just, you know, video with your friends or do something super simple. Don't try to bite off, you know, such a big chunk at once. So I think that's great. Yeah. And, and just so everybody knows, Marco Polo is an app in the app store. It's a beach ball. When you go look it up, it's free <laughs> yeah. and it's video walkie talkie. Yep. And so it's an incredible tool. If I were a realtor, which I'm not, because I don't want to do what you guys do for a living. <laughs> I, I would make all my clients, like part of my onboarding would be, hey, we use an app called Marco Polo mm. because communication is so important in this process and we don't want anything lost in translation. I don't want you thinking I'm mad when I text you. So we use Marco Polo for all communication. It saves every message so they can't go, well, you didn't tell me that. I can go back to the video where I was like, here's the, so I, it, it's mm. such a cool tool. That is cool. Huh. That's a good Interesting. point. Yeah, sometimes it's hard when you get those text messages. You don't really know the way, like the way you read it. Like, oh yes. Gosh, are they mad at me? Did I say something wrong? And right. it's just, you know, so I like well, that. Well, the, the moment we leave room for interpretation with anything, 
it typically ends badly for, for me. True. Yeah. Right? Good. Yes. So it's powerful. Nice. So is there a way to measure success in social media? Yeah. There, there's, so, there's lots of different ways. I think we have to be careful of the ones we value. So everybody's going to say the, the most simple way is, are my views going up? Are my comments increasing? Are my share, you know, are shares taking place? But even then, those still fall into the category of what we would say are vanity metrics. Mm -hmm. And so if I get too caught up, right, we go back to ego. If I allow ego to go, dude, you got a hundred, you got a hundred views on that video. Why, why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. Well, now I'm less likely to do it. Mm -hmm. So I like to roughly pay attention to, to views like shares, but I'm more concerned with the amount of engagement that I'm doing. Right, because it's kind of like working out. If if I know, if I if all I track is like how many times did I walk this week, my health gets better. But if I get overly caught up and well, like I didn't get my heart rate quite to where I needed it, like taking action always wins. Mm -hmm. And so we need to be more careful in tracking the action we take versus the results that we get because we can't control those. I've had videos that I thought would crush that get 43 views and I feel like a loser. And then I've had videos that I thought were stupid. Like my daughter's a Girl Scout and we did a live taste testing of all the different cookies. <laughs> and it was so dumb, but everybody loved it because there's a cute eight-year-old girl in it, mm -hmm. you know? And, and so that has gotten way more views than most of my videos get that I think are actually awesome. Yeah, and it was just real. And so we just, ha we, we just have to be careful. Action mat tracking action matters more than than just looking at at the the metrics we're used to looking at. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. So, how do you suggest uh, your clients develop a consistent brand voice and visual identity across the different social media platforms? So, I I think first every realtor has to know who do they want to serve. Mm -hmm. What does that person look like? It drives me crazy when I see realtors in our market locally that like the top of their Instagram says DFW realtor when there's States in our country that have less people than our Metroplex does. And I doubt that the number one agent in Rhode Island <laughs> classifies themselves as Rhode Island's realtor, even though there's only a couple million people that live there. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so I think, we have to first get, get intentional because brand can't happen without intentionality. Mm -hmm. And that's why most realtors don't have one because their ideal client is the client they can get to say yes. Right. There's, there's nothing that separates them from anybody else. Therefore, they show up, if they show up, as just this very vanilla version of themselves. And that's not attractive to anybody mm -hmm. to just say, we sell houses. Cool. Like what kind? Any kind. <laughs> oh, well, like, okay. And that, that doesn't help me create that brand, right? So, so the, the, the visual brand shows up more when they say, you know what? I really love working Frisco, Plano, McKinney. And, and so I'm kind of that North, I'm a, I'd rather be a North Dallas realtor or North of 121 realtor and even go into like Salina Prosper. Mm-hmm. And then now I go as a consumer, oh, do you know the Smiths? They live up in Prosper. But if you're just DFW's realtor, I don't know how to say, oh, well, do you know my friend that lives in 
Mm-hmm. You're not giving me any anything specific to know. And so that's the, the the deeper we can grow into that. You know, so my journey to help people understand was like when I just started teaching social media, I was like, I'm going to be rich. Everybody's terrible at this. I can help everybody. <laughs> I can help doctors, realtors, lenders, yeah. insurance agents, whoever. But I was so spread out. Nobody really knew for sure if I could work with them. So when I finally went, I was so good at teaching classes to realtors. Why am I not branding myself as the real estate social media guy? Mm-hmm. That was my first positive move. Then when I learned enough to go, you know what I really do? I'm not even a social media guy. Like I'm an organic relationship guy. Mm. And then that gave me another layer to speak to. And so the deeper, like the realtor can go. And, and, and even just saying, like, I love veterans. I'm a veteran. We love working with veterans. You'll still work with other people, mm-hmm. but you'll definitely work with a lot of veterans. And then from a content perspective, because, I mean, you've sat in class for the last two weeks. Nobody knows what to talk about. Yeah. We don't know what to talk about because we don't know who we're serving. That's true. But if you know I'm here to serve veterans, it gets super easy to go, okay, what does a veteran lack right now? What is a veteran struggling with? What aspects of the home buying process does a does a veteran not understand? Right? What what a lenders not understand about veterans that me as the realtor can educate on? Right? It it just helps me get very intentional. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really good. But which social media platform do you have to be on? All of them, or how do you pick one? There's so so many. I mean, that would take up your whole day, right? Yeah, it could. <laughs> Ideally, we want to be as many places as we can, mm-hmm. but I think starting off, it's better to get good at one than to remain okay. mediocre at all. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, there's two ways to start. You can always start with where are you most comfortable and start there. If you're more of a Facebook person, lean into Facebook. But the greatest way to start is who is my client? How old within 10 years is my ideal client? So if somebody was telling me, yeah, I feel like most of my clients are 40 to 50, I'd push them to be on Facebook first. Mm -hmm. That's more of a Facebook age. And then the younger we get, then we're an Instagram age. Then the younger we get, then we're a TikTok age. YouTube, crazily enough, is like my grandparents who are 87 are on YouTube every week learning how to do something. And the data says that half of 75-year-olds are on YouTube regularly. So YouTube's kind of universal. And then we can pick Facebook or Instagram based on the age of our ideal client. Mm-hmm. And then I would I would lean in there for 90 days and whichever platform. So let's call it Instagram. I would learn stories. I would try Instagram Live several times. I'd get comfortable doing reels. Whatever Instagram has to offer, I would get familiar with it. And then as you get familiar with Instagram, then you can go, oh, well, this reel that I just did, I can also put this on Facebook. True, yeah. I can also put this on TikTok. I can also put this on YouTube Shorts. But it's just so overwhelming to go, okay, thanks, Kyle. I need to be better everywhere. Mm -hmm. So get intentional. Throw FOMO away. Don't have this fear of missing out. But like, what if I'm not? Like, you're already missing everything because you suck at Mm -hmm. this. (laughs) <laughs> right? So so that is already true. So let's stop doing that by being intentional at one thing. Mm-hmm. And that's the easiest way to start. That's good advice. 
Okay. So we've all seen when social media has gone wrong, right? We've, we've all seen sure. it one time or another. So Kyle, how do you help clients manage negative comments, feedback on social media if they mess up? Like, how do you go about helping them, you know, travel, how to, you know, move on from something like that? Yeah. So a couple things. It's a great question. We're all worried about it. First, none of us, no one listening to this, none of us in this room right now, no one listening to this, none of us are cool enough to really have haters right now, right? <laughs> like, we're not The Rock. You're not Oprah. Like, we're just not cool enough. Thanks, Kyle. And, you know, and... <laughs> Ego is in check. That is. You. So, you're welcome, right? <laughs> but so, I, it's it's funny to me, because I'm the same way, mm-hmm. right? As a, as a big guy, right? My greatest fear has always been, like, somebody's going to call me fat in the... Con- in nine years of doing video, not one person ever has made fun of me in the comments. Not one person. Now, what's crazy is that I'm still afraid of it. Mm-hmm. It's never happened, but I'm still worried about it. So for most of us, there really isn't going to be trolls. And in the scenario that there are, I take several approaches. If I'm feeling catty, I like to be super sarcastic to them. And, and so you can go see posts where like somebody that said something negative that I've said like, oh, you know, like I hate that like your mom just didn't love you enough when you were younger, <laughs> you know, wow. and, and I'll, and I'll put that in the comments. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't have to say anything because my friends will come to my defense and they're way worse. And I've even had to delete whole threads before because my friends just wouldn't stop going in on somebody. And, and so I, I don't really have to defend myself, but then there's been other times that I just delete it because people like that, you're never going to win. Right. It doesn't matter how you how you handle it, what you try to do, right? You can write them a check for $1,000 and, and put it in the mail. They're still going to be that way yeah. because their issue is not you, it's them. Mm-hmm. And so I'll just delete it. But more often than not, we're dealing with none of that. Or it's it's not even a comment, but it's like, what's my sister going to say to me when we hang out this weekend? And is she going to like make fun of me for the videos that I did? And, and that's, I mean, I get that a lot from people. They're like, I'm worried about what my mom's going to say. I'm worried about what my, you know, what my, my spouse is going to think. And at some point I had to do this with my wife. I, I had to just say, honey, I know you don't get it but I really think there's value here. Mm-hmm. And so I need your support because I can't keep doing it if I, I'm always having to defend myself to you. And I've coached many a realtors to go home, have that conversation with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Tell your kids, you like those Jordans? Well, guess what? Mama's not getting you any more of those <laughs> if you don't get in some of these videos and help my ranking go up mm-hmm. because you're a cute kid and that matters more than me. Yep. And those are very real conversations. That the moment you have them, you will be better because now they're supportive of you and not being like, ugh, you're doing a video again. Yeah. That's hard to overcome. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes I do wonder what someone's, when I see a video, I wonder what your spouse does say about that. <laughs> my, my wife says nothing now. <laughs> so you got to train them to get it. No, well, <laughs> you guys as the women, y'all, y'all are allowed to say that. I will not say live on camera that I trained my wife to do anything. <laughs> So what is the worst thing you've seen somebody do on social media while trying to report, uh, promote their business? 
I think this is going to be a super boring answer to, I think, what you probably no. wish that I would tell a story <laughs> about. I really think the worst thing that, that most realtors do is is just introducing themselves on camera all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? If I keep coming up here with you guys, and every time I meet you, I'm like, hey, Kyle Draper. Like, at <laughs> what point do you go, bro, we've met eight times, and you don't remember? And that's the way, like, in person, that sounds completely ridiculous. But you go watch Realtors' videos in every video. Hey, it's Kyle Draper with Blah Blah Real Estate. Hey, it's Kyle Draper with Blah Blah. And the people watching the videos are their friends. And so it's the instant turnoff. Mm-hmm. It's also, not only is it a turnoff, it also, you might as well wave a flag that's like, hey guys, I'm here to sell you something. Buckle up. Get your wallets out. Because that's, that's the scenario we're creating. And so that is the most cringe thing to me is I watch actually good videos from realtors, but they ruin the content because they either introduce themselves at the beginning or at the end they're like, so remember, if you know anybody that wants to buy, sell, or invest in real, and we just ruined the whole mm-hmm. video because we had to throw our selfish plug in there. And that truly, to me, is the, is the most horrifying thing that we do. Other things that y'all might look at and call horrifying I think other things can be great. Mm-hmm. Like if you fall down during a live video <laughs> tour, that's going to get tons of viewership. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I've, I've done tours with friends in the past where she like pied me in the face at the end of the live video. So the whole video, we're like, hey, stay around to the end. Something crazy is going to happen. Stay around to the end. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, my realtor friend pied me in the face. How funny. And I mean, that had thousands and thousands of views. Because it was humanizing, it was playful, it was fun. Mm-hmm. And so I will I will force awkward moments into content at times because it's just a great reminder of the humanity. And most realtors try to edit all the humanity out. Mm-hmm. That's so true. You know? So Well, we changed our eight like our property videos after I took your class and Good. Got got that message. So thank you. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> We're about to change our so does successful social media marketing cost money? No, I, I don't think it does at all. Uh, and I own a company that does social media for people, <laughs> right? So I, I, wish I, made, I, should, I wish I made a list. I've turned more people down from my company's services than I've said yes. Because there's so many people that I talk to that I'm like, you don't, you don't need us. Mm-hmm. Either you're doing great, and so just keep going. Your breakthrough's coming. Or you're so far from being ready for what we do, mm. right? Like you just need a bunch of practice. But I, I, I really, I think if, if realtors would just I realize, I want to sell 40 houses. There's millions of people that live within 20 miles of me. I already know several hundred, if not several thousand people at an intimate level through different seasons of life. And so if I just show up to them as myself most of the time, even sometimes as a goober, I'm going to sell more houses than I'll ever know what to do with mm-hmm. by just being real to people, right? And, and so I don't, I don't think anyone needs to pay a cent to do the baseline well. Where I think paying comes into play is like when you really want to up the ante and you just want to be way more present, then now I think we're talking about showing up at a different level. 
But can the average realtor record a couple reels a week and comment on some people's posts Mm -hmm. and show up in people's DMs? All of that's free. Mm -hmm. And so I think 100% that they should take the fear away and the stress of, well, no wonder they're successful. They spend $1,500 on social Mm -hmm. media. It is the biggest bullcrap excuse. Mm -hmm. But it's the nearest scapegoat as to why I'm just choosing not to be better. Mm -hmm. You know? Good point. Man, I've learned a ton. (laughs) Thank you, Kyle. This has all been such great information. Um, It's been great having you on. And before we let you out of here, can you give us one final tip? Like, what would you like our listeners to know that you think is important? I think, um, okay, this is going to be, a, I haven't given this tip a lot. Um, one of my favorite things to do on social media is to leverage the new school technology with old school approach. And so I love to use social media because we all vomit all of our stuff there, right? Mm-hmm. Some people say way too much. <laughs> yes, they do. Right? <laughs> so I love to watch social and then go write somebody a handwritten note based off of what I saw on social. So just the other day, a friend of mine is a realtor in Denton. She shared something very vulnerable on social media. And so I just wrote her a note that was like, hey, friend, I'm so proud of how vulnerable you were. It's unbelievable. Your vulnerability is helping so many people keep up, you know, keep doing it. And and then I stick it in the mail. And and I just, it. she actually just sent me a picture of it on the way here. Um, I, I love doing old school things. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we have to live in a world where it's like, well, now it's new school, and so just text message it. And so that's one of my favorite things because nobody remembers that they said, like, their dog died on the Internet. So when they get a handwritten card, it's like, dude, I remember when our dog passed away a couple years ago. It was horrible. Mm -hmm. Praying for you guys. It's just so powerful. It is. And they'll never forget me. Yeah. And in sales, isn't that our job to do anything we can to be memorable? And so that's a that's a super simple tip to I apply. I love that. That's a great tip. Yeah. Love it. That too. Well, very good. Well, Kyle, thank you so much for hanging out with us today and sharing your wisdom. Gosh, I know we I could both, sit here for hours. Yeah, we both learned a lot and gave us some good things to think about too. Yeah. So. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. And for those listening, thanks for hanging out with us. Don't forget to subscribe to Welcome to the Top wherever you get your podcasts. Also, please leave us a review. If you have a topic or question you'd like us to discuss, email us at ask at welcometothetop.com. Then listen to hear us cover it in the future. We can't wait to hear from you. Thank you guys for listening. And I'm Shauna Quisto. And remember, let's, let's don't stop building for our future. Special thanks to our hosts, Jada Fernandez and Shauna Quisto. Producer, Bree Westbury. Audio engineer, Mike Maples. Outreach and guest relations manager, Kendall Crawford. And podcast administrator, Shauna Offsell. Tune in next time. And don't forget to enjoy your journey to the top. The statements made by speakers in this podcast do not necessarily represent the views or position of the Collin County Association of Realtors, its leadership, or its members. This podcast is not intended to give legal, financial, medical, or other advice, but simply to provide information as a springboard to further discussion and investigation.